Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung here. I want to remind you that God gave to the Jewish people seven feast days. There's the Feast of Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of First Fruits, and then 50 days after First Fruits, there was the Feast of Pentecost. Those are the four spring feasts. There are three feasts in the fall. And that would be the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Well, Jesus Christ did fulfill all four of the spring feast in the proper day sequences when he was here 2,000 years ago. Let me tell you this, he will fulfill all three of the fall feast as well when he comes back. The Feast of God is a Bible study, a five-hour audio series on CD that you need to have a copy of. We would love for you to get your copy of it. Passover and the Signature of God, a trio of feast, Pentecost for Israel and the church, the Sound of Trumpets, and Tabernacles in the Last Days. Those are the titles of this five-hour series. And uh, I tell you what, why don't we just listen right now to an introduction to this series, then I will tell you how you can get your copy of the series, The Feast of God. Here is the introduction to this series. Look at the book of Exodus with me. The book of Exodus, the holidays of God. I'm going to show you how God appointed the times, Exodus chapter 12. I'm going to relate to you how he gave seven specific high holy days to the Jewish people and the significance historically, agriculturally, spiritually, and prophetically that's within the message of these. But let me just show you the first one. Now this is not the beginning of the seven feasts because though this is the first feast that he gave as an appointed time, it was established prior to the giving of the feast and actually it was established even before they started the cycle of the feast. Because in reality, the feast, and we'll look at this tomorrow, that he's going to give to them, all seven, had to be commemorating and operated and instituted inside the promised land that he had given them. And so they're not going to do any of the feast until they cross over the Jordan River into the promised land. But this first one, he has a special purpose for it. You know the story of Exodus. Exodus, Moses has been born. He lives his 40, first 40 years in the house of Pharaoh. You know that wonderful Bible story. And then the next 40 years, he's sent out into the wilderness because of his disobedience, because of his anger. And he's out there in the wilderness on the backside of the desert for 40 years. And then his third 40 years, he comes back in. About the fifth chapter of the book of Exodus, he comes back in to Egypt. Because God is raising him up after 430 years of slavery and bondage in Egypt. God is going to reach in there. And by his grace, it says, chapter 19 of Exodus, says, remember I brought you out on eagles' wings. Well, isn't that a beautiful phrase to describe the grace of God? He said, I'm going to reach in and I'm going to bring you out. And then, you know the story, Moses and Aaron have these contests with Pharaoh and all of his wise men. The rod being thrown on the ground and turning to a snake and them doing the same thing. But then the last contest. Move over to chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse 1 of Exodus. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Now we're talking about the month of Nisan, or as we understand our calendar, the month of April. 
Rosane, in the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the household be tootled for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next there they get together and do so. Let's look at verse 5. And your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. Ye shall take it out from the sheep and from the goats. Verse 6. And ye shall keep it until the 14th day of Nisan. You select it. It's selected and basically anointed on the 10th day. You test it. You look at it. You make sure it's without blemish, without spot through the next four days. And on the 14th day of Nisan... Look what's going to happen. That same month, the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel, I'm in verse 6, shall kill in the evening. That word is in Hebrew, erev, which means in the afternoon, before 6 p.m., between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. That's the phrase that would have been used. That's what the word is talking about here. Verse 7, And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the house, wherein they shall eat it. After they've taken the blood out of the lamb and put it on the doorpost and on the side and on the top, they're going to eat it. Now look at verse 8. Remember this thing. Remember up here that in verse 3 it's on the 10th day you select it. Now look here and remember in verse 8 because we'll come back to it next time. And they shall eat the flesh in that night. Roast with fire this flesh. You don't boil it. You roast it with fire. And they shall eat unleavened bread. And with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Now tomorrow I'll explain what those three ingredients are, but just notice you're going to have lamb, which is going to be roasted. You're going to have unleavened bread that's without the yeast in it, so it won't spoil. And you're going to have bitter herbs. Now eat it. That's what you're going to eat. And the story continues to unfold. And you know the story. The death angel was to come that night. And if the blood wasn't on the doorpost... He would come in and kill the firstborn. If it was on the doorpost, he would pass over that house and not touch the firstborn. And they were to have this meal at the Passover in the evening, preparing the lamb and then eating it that night and eating every bit of it. And the death angel would pass over while they were eating this meal. Then look what he says in verse 14. And you know the story about the Look at verse 14. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. And the word forever is olam, which means forever. The same word when you're describing the name of God, el olam, that means the God of eternity. It's talking about the eternality of God. So you're to observe this Passover once a year with your family, eating a roasted lamb, eating unleavened bread, eating bitty herbs. Do it every year forever. Well, did they do that? Look at Numbers. Numbers chapter 9, verse 5. Exodus, they start to move out. They're wandering around. They finally come in the first year. Numbers chapter 9, verse 5. They finally come in the first year over to a place called Mount Sinai, or the plains of Sinai, and they come to the foot of the mountain. I don't know if you saw the program that Martin and I did on Mount Sinai. We, believe it or not, we climbed all the... Well, no, that's not actually the truth, is it, Martin? We rode a camel two-thirds of the way up, <laughs> which about killed us. And then we walked 756 steps all the way to the top of Mount Sinai. I was having cardiac arrest. 
Had not Mark carried me up there, I would have probably died, <laughs> you know. But we got up there. But that's where they were. They came around to Mount... Oh, you know where we stayed? In the, they, they got motels. Now, they were just in tents when they were there. We had motels. <laughs> and we, just about like a tent, though, wasn't it, Mark? We had out there, and the planes... And I did, oh, man, I went to sleep at night thinking about those Israelites out there. They get around here, and the, it's the first year since the Passover. Look over here. Numbers chapter 9. Verse 4, and Moses spake unto the children of Israel that they should keep the Passover. Verse 5, and they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the first month at evening in the wilderness of Sinai, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so did the children of Israel. And so now here's the second Passover, the first Passover, the original one, Exodus chapter 12. Second Passover, there at Mount Sinai. We're in, this is Numbers, and this is prior to uh, getting all of the law because it's right now he's going to get the law you would go back to Exodus 19 where he's called up on the mountain to get the law Exodus 20 he gives him the law Rex of Exodus is given the law the book of Leviticus the book of Numbers the book of Deuteronomy all a narrative of how he's given the law and in the first year on the exact day Nisan 14 14th day of the first month they have the Passover but then let me tell you something. And we debated this when we did this television program. We weren't sure. And I kept falling down. This is where I come. This is my opinion. And I think it's the right thing. But anyway, <laughs> for the next 39 years, they didn't, they didn't have Passover. They were in the wilderness, in the wanderings. They didn't, I know they did. Oh, they had some sheep. We, we thought at first they didn't have sheep. But then we marched out. Here's a passage that says, oh, that blows that one. But I guarantee you they didn't grow any wheat out there to make that bread because they were on the move. And they couldn't keep that wheat for 39 years. And I submit to you that for the next 39 years there was not a Passover. But then they come around looking across the Jordan at Jericho. Look with me. Joshua chapter 5. It's been fun to study the Word of God. Joshua chapter 5, Joshua chapter 3. You know what happens over there. They come to the Jordan River. Moses looked over from Mount Nebo. He looked across, led by the ark with the two Levites carrying it. They stand in the middle of the Jordan. Waters are held back. They come across. Everybody is across into the promised land, which they could have been 40 years before. Now they come to a place called Gilgal. And they're going to have the next Passover. Joshua chapter 10, verse 10. And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover. Joshua 5:10. Joshua 5:10. And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at the evening on the plains of Jericho. Gilgal is approximately two and a half miles away from Jericho. When we were doing this series, we went out there and we... We were looking for what we thought would be Gilgal. There's no absolute where Gilgal is. Judy had prepared us a Passover. She had roasted the lamb. She had unleavened bread. She had some bitter herbs. She had bought this ancient-looking wooden mallet or bowl, had it all set out there. Martin and I were there getting ready to do it. And we were looking. This is how we are going to introduce the program, and we were looking for something to happen. We always wait for the executive director in the heavenlies to give us what we need. So we're looking for something to happen to try to attract the attention of the people. And we're getting ready to go over to this Passover in Gilgal. And all of a sudden we looked up, 150 camels came walking across the desert. 
I have never seen that many camels in my life at one time. Mark says, look at oh, we had one chance to do it, you know. The cameras are rolling. Jimmy, don't blow it. Tell me. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Lovely experience, you know. And here they come. But we were at Gilgal, and this is the third Passover that had taken place. This is God instituting something. This is the third Passover of the Israelites. It's going to have an unbelievable significance. We're going to see the signature of God from this as we continue our study. But let me just show you two more things. Thank you so very much for spending a few moments studying the Feast of God. Jesus Christ will fulfill all of the feasts. He did fulfill the four spring feasts when he was here 2,000 years ago in the proper day sequences. And he will fulfill those last three feasts, the fall feast, the Feast of Rosh Hashanah, or the Feast of Trumpets, of Yom Kippur, or the Day of Atonement, and Sukkot, or the Feast of Tabernacles. If you need more information and a study on Feast of God, you can go to our website and find out how you can make your own order of this five-hour CD series and audio series available for you. The website address, www.prophecytoday.com. Go to a shopping mall. They will tell you how to make your order. Or you can call our toll-free number. We have friends standing by that would take your order. That toll-free number is 877-674-3298. 877-674-3298. Call today or go to the website and order The Feast of God. Thank you so very much for joining us. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, and I want to remind you that everything we talk about in our Bible studies gives evidence of the soon return of Jesus Christ when he comes back to the earth and establishes his kingdom in the city of Jerusalem from the temple on the Temple Mount. Let me say, though, before that, seven years earlier will be the rapture of the church when he will shout, and the archangel will shout, the trouble of God will sound, and we'll be caught up to be with him in the air. That's the rapture, and the rapture could happen at any moment. Having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...